Welcome to the Battle Buddy Podcast with Keith McKeever. Welcome back to another episode of the Battle Buddy Podcast. This is my first experience interviewing a military mom. And we all know we love it when we're deployed and we get a package from mom. There's nothing like it. You never know what's going to be in it. This particular mom took things to a whole new level. Uh, she sent a care package with Hawaiian shirts in it. But I'll let her tell that story. I've got Gwen Pollard here. Gwen, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate Thank you coming you. on. Thank you. Thank you. Go ahead and share your story of what, what your nonprofit's doing and, and how it all got started and, and your journey. Okay. My son was deployed with the Army, the 101st Airborne Division in 2017. And so they went overseas to a scary place. And I was very worried. He had been deployed before, but not anything like this. And he doesn't usually ask for anything. But what he told me was he came out on base wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a straw hat and all the guys laughed. They thought it was hilarious. And so he reached out to let me know that they had arrived safely and that they were on base. And he said, can you send a few Hawaiian shirts? He said, I wore one and all the guys thought it was so funny. And he says, it's real tense over here. And he said, we haven't got started working yet, but um, it kind of helped break the ice. So my buddies wanted some. And so I said, yeah, I can do that. He said, they don't have to be new. Just go to the Goodwill or clean out a closet and just send us a few. We think it'd be great. And so I thought, okay, I can definitely do that. And as the day went on, I was remembering that he told me there were about 300 in his group. The base that they were on had probably around a thousand people, but his group that were coming on were about 300. So um, I thought, wouldn't it be great if I could get people to help me and we would collect 300 shirts and that would be amazing. I would surprise him and that would be amazing. And I work in the medical field. So one of the respiratory therapists that I work with said, I think that you should add a thank you note to each of those shirts. And I thought, well, that's a great idea too. So that's what we'll do. And people from my own work started dropping off Hawaiian shirts. And then the hospital put it on their Facebook page and their Instagram page. And it got a little more attention. And some of the local news stations started reaching out saying, we'll help spread the word so you can get these Hawaiian shirts. And before I knew it, it went viral. I was doing interviews all across the United States. I'm from Easley, South Carolina, if you can tell by my accent. And I'm trying to interview with people in California and New York and the word just went out like crazy. So the first 300, we were able to get rather quickly. And I thought that would be a great project and it was done a great story, but the Hawaiian shirts kept coming in. And before I could even let people know that we already have enough Hawaiian shirts, we're done. Soldiers started reaching out to my Facebook page and saying, Hey, I'm deployed. Can our unit get some, some of those Hawaiian shirts or a mom or a dad, or maybe a, a wife or a husband said, Hey, um, I've got someone deployed and we would love to surprise them and their group with Hawaiian shirts. And I said, well, okay. So I was winging it the whole time. I'm just winging it. We created the Facebook page. Um, my stepdaughter, Lauren, her name is um, Lauren Gilstrap. She said, I can create a Facebook page for you. And she came over. She's grown married, but she spent the night with me. And we just sat on my back porch and we created this Facebook page because she knew exactly how to do it. And we waited till about two o'clock in the morning. And that first like lit up and we were high five and we were so happy. And it grew so quickly. So soldiers kept asking, can we be included? So I started just making a list and I thought, well, we'll just include the ones until we run out of Hawaiian shirts. 
but the Hawaiian shirts kept coming in. So on the Facebook page, I, I thanked every person. If you sent something in for a soldier, I would send the thank you and I'd post what you sent and people were loving it. And people started sending boxes of snacks too. So we started sending, um, we came up with a number 120, 120 shirts per troop and um, two boxes of snacks and ex extras. So the extras would have luau decor or snacks or playing cards or just fun, just a, two boxes of random fun stuff and eight boxes of shirts, which is 120. And we just kept sending them out week after week after week. And so far, I've never run out of Hawaiian shirts and I've never run out of soldiers asking. That's been four and a half years. And so as of right now, we're almost at 29,000 Hawaiian shirts been sent overseas to our soldiers and every branch. So it could be Marines. It could be Air Force, Army. My son was Army. So any anybody, even Navy, we have pictures on our Facebook page of just big Navy ships full of soldiers or full of Navy men in their Hawaiian shirts. And it really, really boosts morale. And it's just grown and grown and grown. I'm really proud of, I'm proud of America for doing this, doing something to help take care of our soldiers and our, um, all of our military members who are over there fighting and doing, um, putting their life on the line for us. So it's just a small thing to thank them. It's something so out of the blue. It's something so different. Um, they can take off those military issued uniforms and put on something fun and crazy and something they wouldn't normally wear. But um, it's just something that um, kind of lets them laugh together, hang out together, have fun. And it, it reminds them that we are thinking about them over there. Their thank you notes in the pockets let them know, hey, you're important to us. We appreciate you. Yes, that's Awesome. And the moment I first heard about what you guys did from Brit, I was like, yeah, Brit, <laughs> send me Gwen's contact information because I, I definitely want to connect because this is so cool. And I think back, I told you this the other day that when I deployed both both times, I I don't think my chain of command, they would have thrown a fit with Hawaiian shirts. So it's awesome that, that, that there's been a change there and that leadership realized that, Hey, just let, let the guys and the gals do their thing. Let them throw on the yeah. Hawaiian shirt, let them have fun. Right. Because morale is very hard to get uh, when you're in, in certain places and just five minutes of having a shirt on and kind of letting your yeah. hair down a little bit can make a big difference, you know, for, for your mental health and everything. So it's really cool what you, what you're doing. And uh, well, so I was going to ask you about, um, one soldier said that even when they weren't allowed to wear them overseas, they would um, drape them around their chairs. And so they had this line, lined up chairs with all Hawaiian shirts. So their chairs were decorated. So it was always a little something that made them smile. So they were they put them in their visual sight so that they could see them even when they weren't wearing them. So well, just by hearing that, let me know. It means something. It means a lot to them. And so, um, yeah, you need to help boost morale we can do it with Hawaiian shirts and let's do it with Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> yeah. You never know what's going to work. And, and the craziest part about your story is it just like everything just happened. It just kind of yeah. fell in your lap. It just happened. You rolled with it. And you told me the other day, I don't know if it's changed, but you were at 28,540 shirts. Yes. So you're very quick, right. So you're quickly approaching 30,000. So I want yes. to know what does 30,000 mean for you when you sit there and think that you're, you're on the verge of that you'll hit it before you know it. What? Well, probably before this airs, we'll probably already have <laughs> thirty thousand exactly. I think about when I think of thirty thousand, 
I kind of do this every time we hit another monumental 1000, we count them by the thousands. So we celebrate by the thousands. And um, every time I hit a new 1000 mark, I always just like picture um, like a football stadium. And I always wonder like, if I could fill that stadium with the number of heroes, male and female, everybody in their Hawaiian shirts, what would that look like? I always think of it just like a football game, but just like the stadium's full of all the soldiers and all the the Navy men, the airmen, the Marines, all the people that we've reached. I just would love to see a whole sea of people that we've reached. Um, that's what I think about. And that's just, it is growing and growing and growing. It started with just a little handful and, um, from there, just a little bit more. And I just, in my mind, I picture that stadium, the stadium seating growing and getting fuller and fuller and fuller. And that's just the people that um, that we've reached, everyone across America who pitches in to help. We've done that. And it makes me proud. Definitely. That's that's an awesome thing for people just to see that and just go out and get shirts and send them in and do their thing. And football stadium is an interesting way of looking at it too because every stadium is going to be different. But, I mean, you've, you've basically – filled a third of a football stadium yeah with these shirts over over the years which is just incredible so uh you you told me the other day too that you had one big box that you got from a certain individual very high profile individual with a high profile company we share that story with us yes I'll, i'll talk about that um every day almost every day there are boxes that show up on my porch and they're normally from people individuals across america who just found a few at a Goodwill or a consignment shop. Some of them come by Amazon or new stores and some of them, they clean out closets and that's what I'm used to seeing. And they're usually medium sized boxes. And this particular day, it was a huge box. Like it, I thought it looked like an appliance would fit in it. And I was wondering what in the world is this? So when I opened it, um, I noticed that each shirt inside was new. And like I said, we do get new shirts, but not usually this many at one time because they were all packaged individually. And I started pulling them out and the pile of shirts, it filled the whole room. The box is so heavy, I could hardly pick it up. And I noticed that the price tag was pretty high on these shirts. And I started noticing something else. They all had the same theme and they were all Disney Pixar movie characters, all the uh, animated movies. And I thought, well, this is really cool. Cause I think those guys would love this. The guys and girls overseas would love, they could pick their favorite um, movie that they liked. And the more I kept going through the box, actually it was two boxes. It happened twice. And I started seeing more and more and more of these movies. And then there was a Disney Pixar tote bag in there for me. And then it was just a little sticky note that just said, like, I'm really proud of what you're doing. Like, thank you for what you're doing um, from Ed Catmull. And I didn't know who that was, but I said, I've got to look him up. <laughs> I got to Google it. Who is this? Because this is a lot of money. And these shirts are all brand new, pristine. They're all like size medium and larges and extra larges, the sizes I like to send overseas. And that, it was just like, the most amazing donation. So I looked his name up on the internet and I was shocked. He is the former president of Disney Pixar animation studios and they were sent out of California. And I was so shocked and thrilled that someone like him of his caliber had saw my mission somehow and, or someone shared it. Mostly it's word of mouth or people are saying, just check this out. It's really cool. And the fact that he did check it out and took the time to, go into one of his stores and clean the stores out for our heroes. That means so much to me. 
Yeah, I think it says a lot about the guy's character. I mean, I don't know anything about him either, but he could have just easily just written a check or gotten a hold of me and said, hey, here's some money, you know, buy that whatever shirts you need. Right, that would have helped. But, like, just to think about the fact that he – Cleaned his store out. Yeah, cleaned his store out. Whatever, whatever he did, even if he directed other people to do it and says, hey, right. look, this is what we're going to do, like, that's a team effort and that's just, just getting things done, right, and yeah, said what's really, really needed. So that's that was an incredible story when he told me that. So I wanted to make sure you shared that one. Yeah, that made my day. <laughs> that was crazy. Add a little bit to that story. Um, the soldier that was that uh, I was addressing those boxes to. So I always have a point soldier, and it's the one who either he signed himself up or hit himself up, or maybe a spouse or a parent. So his wife nominated them, and. What was so incredible, it, they were happened to be next. So there's it's not that I pick certain shirts for certain troops. If you're next, you're getting the next group of shirts that come in. And she was working on their little kid's room while he was overseas. She was gonna she was redoing it and repainting everything, and she was doing a Disney thing. And I thought, you've got to be kidding. I've got to tell you about this. She said, well, they, they love Toy Story. And she sent me pictures of her kids playing with the Toy Story characters. And she said, I'm going to do their um, room, all Toy Story. I said, well, let me tell you, there are Toy Story shirts in there. So make sure he gets one. Make sure he grabs that one. And he did. So they were able to send back a picture. And he had the Toy Story shirt on. And his whole troop was dressed like that. It was so cool. And it just, it just so happened that um, it went to a soldier who had little kids who loved Disney. So it was perfect. Yeah. Well, it was a coincidence. And then there's that. <laughs> That's a yeah. coincidence. I mean, yeah. that's a great story for the kid as they get older, too, especially if they continue to like Disney or whatever. And they can yeah. see pictures of dad, you know, in Hawaiian shirts with guy, you know, with, with all Disney characters on it. And so perfect. You know, all those different things you can do for the kids. I mean, heck, the kid might end up wearing it someday. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's incredible. Um, you also told a story to me the other day about some of these guys and gals coming back through and coming back through Germany and you had somebody in Germany reach out to you was like, Hey, what's going on? Why are all, why am I seeing all these Hawaiian shirts? Yeah, I did. I had a message and I'm used to checking my messages and they're almost all the same. It's either um, some of my donators asking a question about something they're about to send or asking if I received something or the 90% are, can I be a part of this? Can we sign up our troop? And this one was a particularly different question. And it was a, it was a transition officer. So he was in Germany and a lot of the troops came back through his program before they returned to us soil and just kind of a, transition them back from what they've been seeing and doing to help them get their mind back straight to come back home. Um, they see a lot. It's not all fun and games over there. So there's a lot that they see and there's a lot that he has to do. His job's very important to help helping our soldiers. And so he messaged me and he said, I need to know a little bit about what you're doing because I've noticed that the troops that come through my program who have received your Hawaiian shirts, they are different. Their morale is different. And I can tell every single one that there's, they're not just like the other ones. There's something going on. You're doing something, whatever you're doing is working. And I know they said it's Hawaiian shirts. Tell me about it. So I told him exactly about our Hawaiian shirts and that each box has a, a letter in the box 
and explains why they're getting them, that they were nominated and how the mission started. And um, each box has 15 shirts apiece. They all have the thank you notes on top of the box is a Hawaiian lay like these people send these into. So it looks like a nice gift. And then I let them know about the snacks and the extras and the fun things. So it gives them, it's a party. It's like a party train, a box of just a luau that's on the way. And I said, why don't you let me send you one box with a little bit of everything in, in the box so you can see. And he said, no, I didn't have to do that. But um, if I did, he was a large. So I decided that that meant, yeah, go ahead. So I did send him one and um, I put a couple, two or three shirts in there for him and some snacks and some fun um, Hawaiian lays and some decorations and things like that. So he'll kind of get an idea. It's really just a box of silliness, something fun. And, um, and, it, and it helps. I, mean, I had a soldier once tell me that he, he and his, Battle buddies were um, starting to not get along very well. I think they were just getting on each other's nerves over there. Just a lot of, a lot of, pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Yeah, I mean, you know, anxiety's high, and they're getting on each other's nerves. And he said um, that had got to a pretty bad point. And when our shirts arrived, he said they couldn't help but laugh. And he said. Of course, they had to start talking to each other and laughing because they had to take pictures together and they had to joke around. And so it, it, he said it kind of just shook off all the attitude that we had, the bad attitude that we had with each other. He said it melted away. He said we were doing nothing but smiling and laughing and, and picking on each other and trying on crazy things. And he said, um, he said, it kind of, it kind of refocused us too. He said, we actually really needed to be refocused. And he said, these wine shirts did it. He said, we were back buddies again. We were back smiling and, and realizing who we are doing it for. He said, when America reaches out with something like this to thank them, it, it reminds them why they're there and who they're doing it for. And it kind of works both, both ways. We send it, we send them the Hawaiian shirts because of what they do, why they're there. So we appreciate them. And in turn, they really appreciate what we do for them. That they, that's what I, I can only imagine getting a Hawaiian shirt while deployed, but there's there's definitely some things to unpack there because when you're deployed, you're, you only have so many people around you. It's the same guys and gals around you all day, every day for months on end. Mm -hmm. And just, well, you know, just like this pandemic, especially in the beginning when everybody's at home and you're around your family, what happens? You start getting annoyed, mad at each other and you love each other. You do anything for each other, but you you know you're frustrated. All these things going on. It's the same thing over there. You have nowhere to go. You have really very little to do. And I've seen parties put together while deployed with a lot less than some Hawaiian shirts and lace. <laughs> I mean, you can yeah, you gotta do what I mean, you, you gotta some, do. Some some rippets and some uh, some good food for the chow hall, and you could call it a party. You know, and that's a far less colorful than Hawaiian shirts and lace and good exactly. snacks. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing more more at the at, on base. I mean, some bases are better than others, but I mean, you usually know what you're going to get. Your choices are pretty limited over there. So we try to pick our own favorites in the summertime. I tell people don't send me chocolate because it's going to melt. And if you do, I'm going to compensate it and I'm going to take it myself. But in the winter, <laughs> it's fine. And we just try to I just tell people pick out your favorite things. Um, what would you like? What if you were? If you were sitting around watching TV or hanging out with your friends, what would you like? Just pick it out. Pick out your favorites and send them. and uh, Or pick out your kids' favorites because sometimes even the kids' favorites are really good, too. They like that. 
just pick out what you like and, and send that to me and I'll get that overseas. And actually this past um, weekend or this past week, my daughter and I um, pulled out all of my um, drawers that have a big, I have big totes that have all the snacks. in. so we did some rotating and moving things around, making sure nothing goes old and making sure we keep it rotated and in date. And so we um, just want to make sure that they get the best product and stuff that they, stuff that they enjoy, something that makes them smile. Yeah, it's a good, good point. You know, send send what your kids like for candy because you got to keep in mind. I mean, <laughs> <don't love> <laughs> half the troops that are deployed are just big kids anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think I mean, of them like my own son. It's true. I mean, I've, it meant so much to him, and he, is a, he never asked for much, ever. Um, but when he asked for that, I thought, well, I guess I can go to the Goodwill, or I then I thought, you know, of course I can go to the Goodwill and get some shirts, but I can ask other people. And so you're right. I mean, you know, do that and um, and send him snacks. I sent him snacks the whole time he was over there, always getting boxes. I tried to every every few, you know, two or three weeks, send them a big him a big box. But um, but when the Hawaiian shirts arrived over there, they were loving it. So that was a big treat for everybody. even his commander. His wife told me that um, she reached out and said that he was he got a two or three shirts and he was wearing them every day that he could. And he absolutely loved them. Yeah, that's that's I think that's the best part is is the leadership buy in. Right. You know, they, they let's face it. There's some leaders that could just put their foot down and be like, nope, you're not doing it. Or here's where you can and can't do it, whatever. But for leaders to just kind of, hey, let your hair down, let your guys let them get some morale. <laughs> you yeah, know, some short supply sometimes. Once a, a, a commander said no, so I had to take them off the list. That made me sad. Um, but then I also had a commander who actually the commanders are the ones who are reaching out now. A lot of the commanders are. But before I had a commander tell his uh, his all of them that they could not receive any more clothing items. And he named a lot of things that you couldn't receive. He, he said, you're getting too many packages. They're getting too many, I guess. And he told them, no, no more, no more clothing items. You're going to wear your uniforms. And then my contact soldier said, well, I signed us up for Hawaiian shirts for deployed soldiers. And they're like, what is that? And so he said, well, it'd be for everyone. And, It'll be a few weeks before they come because I've got to wait till I get to the top of the list. But they're going to send Hawaiian shirts with thank you notes, and they're going to be enough for everyone. He said, "Okay, that can we can do that." So he let he let him let me do that. So that oh, that that was pretty cool. I try to include, just, send it to everybody, and so if I can, and I let them know if it's not enough, let me know, and I'll try to squeeze another box into you really quickly. But usually, what we send covers everybody. And just then, like. Um, just like kids, you know, with candy. Like, if you don't have enough to share, you can't get it. <laughs> yeah. I had a soldier once tell me, the troop before us left all your boxes, and we saw some of your letters that explain what you're doing, but they didn't leave any shirts. So how not. can we get them? And I said, I'll tell you. So I put that soldier on the list so they could get some for their group. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what would you say is – been like the biggest surprise in this journey because you've been doing this what would you say four and a half years something like that four and a half years. march will be five march of 2022 will be five years oh another big um, uh, milestone to celebrate yeah that's a big one i mean i can't believe it's been five years so um i guess um well obviously i didn't expect it to grow like this i mean it started immediately growing 
started locally growing. So that I remember when I first got shirts in and that before I knew it, I'd done, I've done a few interviews with the news and, and some radio stations and I left the shirts laying out. So by the time I got through with interviews, I had about 600 shirts and that needed to be rolled and had noted. And so I don't know if I'm just crazy. I guess I am a little bit because I put it out on the page. I'm going to have a Hawaiian shirt rolling party. If you want to come, here's my address. Come to my house on Saturday. And I hung Hawaiian shirts outside the house. I had it set up to where when people came in, there was a table. It was a station. And um, I had someone there saying, this is how you army roll a shirt. And they did the demonstration table. And then you went from there with a basket of shirts and a basket of notes. And you found another place to sit and rolled you roll Hawaiian shirts. And people showed up. I knew everybody, but a few, there were a few people showed up that I didn't even, I never met them. That was fine. Um, local, um, Pizza place, two brothers pizza fed everyone for free. They had pizzas for everyone and local Coca-Cola provided drinks, some um, soft drinks for everyone. So everyone just, the community really pitched in. And from there, once it went viral, other communities pitched in and other people started having their own fundraisers. Um, Barefoot Resort in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They had the huge benefit every year for this mission. We have a group that I like to call Team Tucson in Arizona. They have drop-off boxes at so many local businesses and they will set a goal and and they'll reach their goal. Their goal right now is 300 shirts and they're almost there. And that's, so I'm expecting to get a huge load of shirts in sometime by the end of this month or first of next month because when they set a goal, they reach it. So it's not just here where I live in Easley, South Carolina. It's all over the United States, even in Hawaii, they've had a couple of benefits, two or three benefits in Hawaii, um, different luncheons or dinners or things that people would bring their Hawaiian shirts or donate financial um, funds to help ship them overseas. So America loves their military members. And I have found that out through this mission. And the days that I'm tired and I don't want to do it, I just think about everyone else who's helping to pitch in and how much it means. And we get those pictures back, the photos of our heroes wearing those Hawaiian shirts and the smiles. Literally, you can click on any picture and just zoom in and it will melt your heart. You know you're making a difference. So um, I think just how huge it's gotten. It's gotten and how much they need it and how much people actually needed a way to thank our heroes. They were just looking for a way. I didn't realize that. And we found this crazy way and so many people have jumped on board. Yeah, people people need that on both sides. And I think it's also great that you know, we we have just left Afghanistan, not not getting political or anything, but you know, that was twenty years that we were there, just shy. Yeah. And you know, I think as time rolled on, it was a little bit more forgotten. I hate to use that term, but to know that you were out there and, and that this just happened <laughs> and we still had troops deploying. And they're still being taken yep. care of, and they're still getting care packages. I was in in the in the mid to late two thousands, where, I mean, I I got a lot of care packages. Definitely never got any Hawaiian shirts, but <laughs> I got my yeah. first share of beef jerky and Girl Scout cookies. Which yeah, they <laughs> love that. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't complain about that. Um, that our Hawaiian shirts were the only thing that he got, and it was his seventh tour, and no one ever sent him anything, and I don't know why, but he said that this was the first time he got to open something in the mail. So it, wow. it, it does. And, and when COVID hit, 
So everything was shutting down and my numbers, my Hawaiian shirt numbers dropped, but they didn't stop. So what I did for COVID, if people sent in Hawaiian shirts, I got them packaged and ready, but I let, I boxed them up and let them sit for a month, a whole month. So that, I mean, just to make sure safety wise and these heroes were getting their, um, their stays extended because they couldn't come home or they were quarantined and, so we made it happen during quarantine just by holding on to the shirts longer and just box them up and letting them, I mean, they were safe, but just wanted to double check, make sure that they stayed boxed up for about a month here. And then by the time they reached the soldiers, that was a long time. They were fine. And um, they were so th extra thankful during um, the height of COVID because they were like, thank you. Thank you so much because people aren't getting out. They're not sending us anything. And we understand why, but we really appreciate this. Our morale is awful right now. So this really helps us. So um, that that helped uh, them a lot. So that made me feel like that we've done a something really big during a really hard time for America. So that was something else to be really proud of during that time. Yeah, that would have been a heck of a time to be deployed, you know, yeah. to have all of those fears and Obviously, today, their access to information and, and the Internet is so much greater than it was for me 12, yeah. 13 years ago, <laughs> whatever long it's been. But, you know, to, to see all that that's going in the world, going on in the world. But then you have to think about that yourself. Right. Because yeah, you could get you COVID while being deployed and being around people. But then you also have a mission. You got to stay healthy. They, I mean, would COVID. they would get COVID and they would have to quarantine away from the others. And what happened with my troops is, you know, you do your best to not spread it, but it happens, especially because they're all right together and oh, yeah. it kept extending their stay overseas and it kept extending it and extended it. So what happened was a lot of these soldiers who thought they were coming home in like May, they weren't coming home till August or September. So that really, really put a hurt on morale. Yeah, that really sucks. There's nothing worse than getting extended. Uh, one yeah. of my two two deployments was extended, so we were there about oh, an extra two months. No different circumstances, but still, it's just like, oh, yeah, you, know, you, you look at that goal and that goal has been moved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, from the moment you put your boots on the ground, you're looking at the calendar and you're like, oh, I got so many months, yeah. or now so many days, weeks, whatever, and then you get down to the end and you're like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, got no choice. Let's just add an extra sixty days on that, you know. What's an extra yeah. sixty days or whatever? So I know that that's awful. So they those those teams really needed something special, something else to help them out for sure. Yeah, it's even worse when you're you know you're so around so many people day in day out, and then I can't imagine the quarantine. Like oh well, now I'm sitting in my room with nothing to do, no exactly. no comforts from home. No t well, you might have a TV. Even we had TVs back in the day. I don't know where they got them, but. <laughs> We had some people with some TVs and some, some PlayStations. I my fun did too. And then they would literally try to sell them to the troop coming in, even though they didn't buy it to begin with. But if you wanted it in your, in your quarters, so young. there's not many. So they, yeah. they love that. I, I remember going 50, 50 with a buddy of mine on my first deployment for a mini fridge and a microwave. And the, the, the guys that were on a rotation ahead of me that were in my room, there was, there was supposed to be 10 of us. There was only nine of us in there. They had a TV and a PlayStation and I didn't really play that much. I, I had my laptop and stuff, but, mm -hmm. um, but it was free for anybody to play as long as, you know, first come first serve. And the moment I bought that mini fridge 
and that uh, microwave. I mean, there was popcorn being popped in there constantly, soups, whatever, whatever you could get from the that had like two lanes in it, right? Gas stations in America have more stuff than they had, but but then we would have cases and cases of water, and it was just a running rule in our room: like you take a water bottle out of the fridge, you pop one back in. There you so go. It was always That's always it. cold water in there. We're one I of called my son and, and the people he he shared his quarters with. So even he would say later, because I would send him plenty more, just things that even weren't related to Hawaiian shirts. His buddies would come in and say, "You get a package from your mom today," because they knew I'd have a snack <laughs> or some kind of off the wall something crazy to send them to help pass the time. There is no doubt about it. Word spreads very fast when you're deployed. Who has the mom that likes to send gifts? <laughs> Everybody knows. And then you was like, oh, this is digging way back in my memory bank. But I know like if somebody was expecting something like Girl Scout cookies or yeah. something that you couldn't get on base and they like, oh, you know, hey, I know my, my mom or, or, or this guy's um, wife is sending something, whatever. It's a package for everybody. And it was like, so when is coming? Where's it, you know, how long did she send it yet? <laughs> like everybody's looking forward to it. Next time you run into them, did you get that package yet? You know, hey, I want my hands yeah. on some popcorn or a package of Girl Scout cookies. Like, it's, I just want three thin mints, you know. <laughs> you live for the small things. Exactly. Yep. So uh, we'll go ahead and get this wrapped up a little bit, but I got I got a, two, two final questions for you, right? For anybody who's listening okay. to this or who ends up watching it, uh, first of all, uh, Hawaiian shirts for deployed soldiers.org is a website. It's scrolling at the bottom. Uh, it'll be in the, in the YouTube description as well. Uh, so that's a place you can go. You've got a Facebook page as well. So just uh, look for them on Facebook, but how can somebody help? Like if they're interested, they're inspired by this and they want to shirts, money, whatever, what's uh, what's a way they can help. Okay. That's uh, it, it does. We do depend on donations that people send in. So when if stop, then we stop. So the main thing obviously is, the wine shirts. So I suggest first go dig in the back of grandpa's closet or dad's closet. And chances are you're going to find them. They don't have to be new. I do ask that the buttons be on them and they be clean and send them in. You don't have to army roll them. You can, but I'll do that. You can. Um, and it's kind of fun to go on a scavenger hunt to go to these consignment shops to look. You can, you can buy them new. You can order them on Amazon. You can Anywhere you want to find a Hawaiian shirt, that's the main thing that we send. Or if you um, are not able to do that, sit down and write a few thank you notes. And literally just something very small, something short. Um, we saw those in the pocket. And all you really have to say is that um, we're proud of you. We're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Um, we appreciate what you do. Just something short. And I will pair that with a Hawaiian shirt that comes in. Um, you can pick up some of these lays back here that you see. Um, we have a lot on hand right now, but or if you're out at the store, if you're at the grocery store or Walmart or Sam's, um, you know, just pick up some snacks, something that you would like. Um, what would you like if you're watching TV or sitting around um, hanging out? Pick up some of those snacks and send those in. Um, we run out of the snacks rather quickly and, um, or a pack of playing cards, you know, um, just some blow up beach balls, some water balloons, anything that's small. I do. Um, we do send them in standard size um, APO boxes. So nothing huge. I, I wouldn't be able to send it overseas. And also um, shipping donations. If it weren't for people sitting in the shipping donations, this mission would stop. It cost me around $11,000 a year just 
to the postage to send the boxes overseas. So um, sometimes that um, boosts up and we're doing really good. If it boosts up a lot, I will send out more than one troop a week or our average is one troop a week. You can do that by sending a check in. The address is on the Facebook page and it's on the um, website as well. And people also use Venmo or PayPal and that information you can find on both of those places as well. Awesome. So I got I got a follow up question on that one. Has your local post office done any um, updates to their building? Put a build, new building in? You know, what <laughs> so, <laughs> you're providing to the postal service. Well, they did end up on my Christmas list, so they I usually get them a little something for Christmas. Um, they know if if I know if I show up at a certain time and they're really busy, I usually allow a few people to go ahead of me, and um, they know I'm coming. Um, Whenever I'm working, they know that I'm there on Saturday, which kind of makes it hard because our local post office is really small and it's only open literally from um, 10 o'clock to 1130. It's an hour and a half. So oh, I go up at the very end of that, maybe 1115, I let every person go ahead of me at, on, on those days. And uh, I hate to hold them over a little bit, but um, they, they usually know when I'm coming and um, they know me by name. They know the troops. They check me in really quick. And um, I know it's extra work for them. And I know that people have to stand in line a little bit longer behind me. If I feel like someone's getting a little aggravated, I'll hand them a card. I'll tell them what I'm doing. Uh, but our, um, our post office, our employees there, they know why I'm doing it. And they, I think they're just as excited that, that it's grown so much. So I know that it's extra work for them, but they, see the bigger picture. So they're proud. Oh, I'm sure they don't care at all, you know, knowing what the mission is. I mean, how can you they're be probably, how can yeah. you be upset for staying at work an extra 20, 30 minutes you know, yeah. to, to make a mission like that happen? Can't can't be mad. So any of the same people in line, like I'd be hey, if I was in line behind you, I'd be like, can I help you? <laughs> and we take some of those boxes out of your hands, you know, whatever. What do you need? They'll say, what are you selling? Are you selling something? And um I'm not, and I tell them why, and a couple of people who just randomly asked me, what are you doing? Uh, ended up speaking at their church or at their, um, their meeting at a, um, the country club. So it's kind of a nice place to meet people. Um, many people won't say, ask me, but if they do, I'll tell them and, and they, and I give them a business card. So they like to hear the story and that post office has gotten me a few speaking engagements. So, um, <laughs> I don't mind talking to people online while I'm waiting. And I'd be the smart ass that would come fire back with, uh, you know, I'm dumb, just selling extended car warranties. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, so the troops that are, that are getting deployed want to get on this list. You know, how can they, how can they reach out to you for that? How does, how does the troop end up doing that? The easiest way is through the Facebook page. There's a message um, button and you can send me a message. You can also send it through the website, which will go straight to my email. And in both ways, reach me just as quickly. I can just respond back and forth. I can find your um, message quicker on Facebook than I can my email because that drops a lot faster. But um, just know if you if they reach out that my waiting list now is into February. So Again, we, I do this out of my home. I do this at my kitchen table and people from all across America just keep me loaded up. So I don't, it's not a storefront. It's not a huge business. It's um, 
basically I work. This is something I, else I do. So it, it is not, you know, it's once a week. So occasionally I can do more than once a week, but right now it's once a week. And so we can only take one troop a week. So right now it's into February. So the best thing to do is make sure that you reach out early on in your deployment so that if you do have to wait two or three months or, or even longer sometimes, then um, we're sure to get you. I don't want to miss a troop. I do want to reach them while they're overseas. I know there's a lot of support groups for um, soldiers once they come home and before they leave. So our uh, mission focuses on deployment while you're deployed. So I do try to send only to those who are deployed overseas. And um, so just get on early. And it's, if you do, then um, chances are you'll, you can, you can get on the list. Uh, and other things I do suggest is you reach out and you're, you don't have much time on your deployment, but you do know that the troop that's coming in to take your place, um, ha put their information on the list or um, have them contact me and in turn have them save you a shirt. So that's worked out pretty good too. So, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, this is just such an amazing thing for the troops. I, I, yeah. I can't, I can just keep saying it, but it, it just blows my mind still. You know, like I've, like I said earlier, I would have, I would have loved to have had that little morale boost at many points during, during my deployment. So, Troops that are out there, you know, if you're about to deploy, get yourself on the list, spread the word. But most importantly, you know, if you want to give and, and donate, there's there's always a need there, right? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a list to February, so let's get some of these sped up and let's uh, get some things. So I challenge everybody to kind of do what they do what they can to help. I know I'll be, uh, you know, looking out for some Hawaiian shirts if I find you said medium and large are the best. Well, um, medium, large, and extra large are the most popular. Okay. And I've noticed that some people have sent ladies. Our lady soldiers, they like the men's shirts. They tie them at their waist. So the lady shirts are not that popular. And the super extra, like, 3 and 4X, that most of our soldiers are not 3 and 4X. Um, we do have a few that are big guys. But um, the most popular sizes are um, large and extra large. That definitely makes sense. So, well, Gwen, I, I really appreciate it. You got any uh, final words that you, that you want to leave us with? Well, um, I guess what I want to say is that our mission, our motto is together we are mighty. And, and it just goes back to show, you know, when I did this, when I started this, even the 300 shirts, I could not have done by myself. And, um, but if someone helped me, I could have reached the 300. And so I asked and, and that happened. And so we continue to grow. And so that's just, um, that's the whole thing is maybe we can't do, but a little bit at a time, maybe you can only do one shirt or maybe you can just do a couple of bags of snacks, or maybe you can just sit down and write a few thank you notes, but you know what, together we are mighty. So if we all work together and we all contribute a little bit, we can make this mission incredible, which we have and we continue to do. And so we're looking for more people come be on the team. If you donate one thing, you're on the team. So that's, um, I'd love to have more help. So that would be great because, you know, give our regulars a little bit of a break and you will be amazed what it does for your own heart. When you send that Hawaiian shirt in, include your kids, let them know what you're doing. Let them draw a picture for a soldier 
and let them go with you when you mail that to me and let them be a part of the process because um learning to be thankful and helping others, encouraging, lifting people up, teach them while they're young. And um, this whole world could use a lot more positivity. And if you're thankful for somebody, let them know. Awesome. Awesome. We'll hang out for a second. I'm going to th throw up the ending video here where people can, uh, if they're watching, they can figure out where to, uh, to listen. Cause I got a couple more questions for you offline. <laughs> so okay, once great. again, I, I appreciate it. Well, I'll see you here in just a minute. All right. Thanks.